Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Crowder is eating Whataburger. He's in a <laughs> hotel room in Dallas. He's making me very jealous. Uber eats in Whataburger. <laughs> is it as good as I remember? It's delicious. I got one for you. I wish I was there. I'm going to take it out for you, though. I'm going to eat it for you. You got the spicy ketchup? Spicy ketchup, grilled jalapenos, American cheese. You ever been to Whataburger, Solana? I have not. Never been to Whataburger. There is one in Tallahassee, but then pretty much Dallas and West. Very good. I like it better than In-N-Out Burger. Let's find out from Will Manso. (laughs) We actually have to talk heat, though. Will Manso's on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Will Manso, of course, sports director at Local 10, but you see him on the Heat broadcast on Bally Sports Sun, although last night was a TNT game, so mercifully, (laughs) Will didn't have to suffer through that on TV trying to explain it all away as as Solana has done. Um, man, I got a lot to get to. I want to talk about food. I know you're going to Fan Fest tonight for the Marlins. Solana and I are both wearing our Marlins jerseys. But we we have to start with that game last night, Will, because Solana had promised us after the Grizzlies loss that the Heat would play up to their competition last night. And I don't think they did. So I'm curious where you stand on what's going on with the Heat over the last five games. Well, I'll I'll tell you how much I've got the finger on the pulse of the heat is that last night I was doing my live shots for Channel 10 and I ran into Amy Otterberg, my broadcast partner on, you know, Bally's. We both, in our expertise, said, hey, this is the game the heat step up and we see the real heat because they're playing the Celtics and it's prime time and Jimmy time. And man, were we wrong. And I think most heat fans were because I think we expect this team to at some point put on some sort of switch, you know, and. We've seen the inconsistencies of the regular season the last few years, but more often than not, they figure it out. And with a five-game losing streak and getting embarrassed on national TV and you know the trade of Kyle, you're hoping Rozier works out and that things go into rhythm. Last night was disappointing. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it. It was not, not at all a good effort, and it, it's just this team is going in the wrong direction. Fortunately, plenty of games left, but they got to start figuring it out. And we're on both sides of the court because usually we don't talk about defense. It's always the offensive side. And I know uh, Bam, what Bam was talking about, overpassing and, you know, all that stuff. But, like, what what's going on schematically? Because it's not a different team that much from last year. And we talked about, yeah. I think, last night they scored 110. So that would be three out of the last eight games getting to 100. Yeah, and that, you look, I think big picture, even in the success of the last four years, sometimes we get recency bias where we forget, you know, this feels so much worse than every other year that this has happened. I mean, last year they were 24 and 21 like they are now through 45 games. And trust me, fans were frustrated. People were cursing. People behind the scenes in media were discussing, what's wrong with the Heat? Is Jimmy slowing down? Is, is this, can this team have enough offense to make a run? At times, what's wrong with the defense? So I guess to answer your question is, they get in these funks where they almost lose like their identity of who they are. 
and it sounds like a stoicism, but he says it all year. You know, for some reason, they like things the hard way, and they go through these stretches, and we're all waiting for the day that the hard days don't turn into the good days because it is frustrating when you're in it. Right now, last night, they finally got a little more of a semblance of an offense, though there are still issues to work clearly. And then they give up 143, and the Celtics don't miss any shots. Now, again, Austin, they hit a lot of shots, but a lot of them were open looks, bad rotation on defense, guys, you know, getting guys that shouldn't get wide open looks. So to answer your question, I wish I knew the answer, Channing, because we see it too often with this team where one thing looks like it might be turning and then it goes the other way. And the one thing you count on with the Heat is defense, and we didn't see it last night. So, Will, what part of, of this bad stretch, especially in January, where they're uh, bottom three in the NBA offensively, I, I kind of I look at last night and I just say, you got steamrolled by a great team who had a lot of really good shots. And, uh, I, like, I'm not as frustrated with that loss as I am with some of the other ones. But as a whole, what part of the offensive lapses is most concerning for you? Is it the lack of three-point shooting, which has gone from top of the league in percentage-wise to now bottom of the league in January? Is it the fact that the Heat aren't scoring in the restricted area and the paint anymore effectively? Or is it the fact, again, last night, I mean, Jimmy's not getting to the free-throw line. Bam's not getting to the free-throw line. Like, this no. looks like a totally different offensive team than what worked for them last year in the postseason. I mean, you said a little bit of everything, and it's all accurate. Number one is let's not forget the Heat were one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league last year, and then they turned it on in the playoffs and made a run. So, you know, they had been much better this year to start the season, one of the better ones, and now they've fallen off in January. It's been an awful month. I think to your point, though, and this is the problem, and people think of this as a criticism, but it really isn't. Jimmy, there's a reason, right, that there's a term called playoff Jimmy, right? Because that means there's a regular season Jimmy. And regular season Jimmy is not the Jimmy that's going to get to the free throw line 15 times every night, that's going to score 30 points a night and take 22 shots and, and, and get to the basket all the time. That's part of Jimmy's kind of ramping up. They don't want him to do that because the reality is if Jimmy is that Jimmy, playoff Jimmy, 60 of the 82 games, sure, your record is better, but you're going to get a worn-down, beat-up Jimmy at, at, by the playoffs, and that's not what you want. So what does that mean? You need it from others. And they just haven't been getting it consistently. And I think part of it is the beauty of depth, right, which we've all talked about plenty of times. Spoh says this is the deepest team they've had in a while, deeper than last year. They love that. Sometimes that's a curse because you're trying to move so many bodies around and where do they fit? Now you add Rozier, and I think it was a good move, but you've got to get the comfort level there. There are a lot of questions about who is the guy who's going to take over a game? Who's the guy who's going to take the 20 shots and make a lot of shots and, and – put the offense in rhythm it goes back to the comment that i know you guys have discussed from bam saying sometimes they don't even know you know who's going to take the shot where do we make the extra pass do we make too many passes there's too much thinking going on on offense and thinking on offense is never a good thing i mean you've just got to play your style and the heat aren't doing and will you just said it you think the uh the terry rogier addition or the trade was good why 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 do you feel that way i think look Hey, you look at Kyle and what he was doing now. Kyle is really slipped. And, and I'm not in the camp of like, oh, he was an awful trade. It should have never happened. I think in retrospect, making the move for Kyle was the right move. I think in retrospect, he showed plenty of things throughout the process where I think he helped the Heat in big moments. But obviously, this year, there was slippage. This year, for whatever reason, it wasn't working. I think a guy like Rozier that can create, a guy that's become a much better facilitator as time has passed on, is the kind of guy that can mix kind of the conversation we were just having. Sometimes they just need a guy that's not Jimmy to take over a game. And you would think it's Tyler, but I think sometimes too much is put on Tyler's plate. Like you want him to be this guy that every night 
scores 30, 35. And that's a lot to ask for him in a regular season, night in and night out. There has to be someone else. And I think Terry Rozier can be that guy. It certainly wasn't Kyle. Kyle was not going to be that guy anymore that can come out and get to 30 and take over a game. I think Rozier can be, especially during the regular season where they need to kind of start getting back to their style again. So Lana told us that Jaime Hawkins Jr. will be back in the lineup or is cleared to play again. Um, yeah. I know this sounds silly. We even read and Ask Ira a couple days ago about, you know, this stumble in the road and coincidentally Jaime Hawkins Jr. is not on the court because he's hurt. Is there anything there? Because Ira even kind of poo-pooed it. He's like, if that's the problem with the guys who are making the kind of money that they're making on this team, if the problem is that your number 18 pick from the first round isn't out there, then there's serious issues. See, I disagree. I don't think it would be serious issues. I think it would be kind of the issue of, and this is a much deeper conversation, so I'll make it quick. This is the old has its run its course with this core conversation. And Pat Riley hinted at it at State of the Heat in the offseason where he said, hey, we think this core with Jimmy deserves another shot. We'll see what happens. You know, they've been to three Eastern Conference finals, two NBA finals. When a core is together so long, I think sometimes it gets monotonous. Sometimes it gets to like, man, you know, it's the same old, same old. And yeah, you want to turn on the playoffs, but you need something in the regular season to build. I think Jaime is the build. I think Jaime is part of the excitement that, for Jaime, this is all the first go-around. This is exciting to him. He loves to be in these moments. Don't forget, when Jaime got hurt, no player in the NBA was playing more four-quarter minutes. So you can label him, oh, the 18th pick in the draft, and that's what you're counting on. Well, yeah, they were. Nobody in the NBA, not a single player in the NBA, played more four-quarter minutes than Jaime until that point he got hurt. That's something. That's not nothing. So I do think he makes a big difference, and part of it is his, his smarts, the way he plays the game on offense and defense. And his effort and energy is infectious. I think guys build and, and work off that. Will Manso, Local 10, uh, and Bally Sports Sun. So Crowder's eating Whataburger. Do you like Whataburger? You ever had it? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I have. I used to live out, I used to have a place out west in Lake Havasu, but I, I was an In-N-Out guy. Like, I like Whataburger. I had no problem with it. But if I had a choice, I would pick In-N-Out uh, 10 out of 10 times. Interesting. Mm. In-N-Out over Whataburger. What about you, Crowder? In-N-Out or Whataburger? Ooh, I'm staring at a triple Whataburger right now, so I'm getting pulled in one like direction. Whataburger's like extra salty. I'm not telling you that makes it healthy or whatever, but it damn sure does make it tastier. So <laughs> I, that's why I like Whataburger. I think the In-N-Out fries are a little weak at times, too. Yeah. If I fall out my chair, it's high blood pressure. But I'm going to eat this. Yeah, I mean, we'll you want to clog your arteries quicker, Whataburger's definitely the way to go. I mean, that's, that's we'll keep, I like it. You ever been to Papa Dough? Papa Dough, no, that doesn't ring a bell. What's that? Like a seafood place. Oh, it was in delicious. Dallas. Delicious. Creoles, yeah. New Orleans-style food. Oh, you got to go, Will. 
See, oh, I can't. Wait. The thing Will's about got a seafood stuff, allergy. He told us yes, he tested it on a heat flight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't do the, the, the Creole and the, and the New Orleans style as much as I'd love the smell and the taste eventually, but I can't because I can't do shellfish. So I can't do those right. things. Well, I was going to say it'll change your life, but it's really going to change your life. Oh, it'll change my life. It'll end it. sportscaster of the year. <laughs> this will be our last segment ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Will Manso, watch him on Local 10. Uh, you can do uh, live hits from uh, Marlins Fan Fest? Yeah, I'll be out there. You know, we'll see how it is. I'm actually almost there. I'm getting there now. And they start from four. By the way, fans want to go out. It's four to ten. They got a fireworks show at 830. They got players. They got state of the, the Marlins address at five. They got a little bit of a jersey change up. They're going to reveal at 540. But they got some much stuff going on. You're telling me I'm going to have to buy another new jersey? I just got this one at Target for 13 months. It's not. Here's the thing. It's I don't want to give it away. But oh, it's, tell me it's, they're it's adding a, pinstripes because I bought a jersey no, with a, pinstripes, a, which they don't have. It's a, it's a tweet. Well, listen, you bought your jersey at Hialeah, and that's fine because those are the best. But <laughs> Yoke the legit jerseys, the, exactly, Yoke Barato, the, the legit jerseys is just going to have a little bit of a color tweak in the lettering that they'll reveal at 540. All right. There you wow. go. Will Manso, local pet. Thank you, Will. Anytime, guys. We'll talk soon. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.